three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening. This is Real Pineapple. This is your humble host Hunter here, and uh, if this is your first time listening, um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, normally, I start off the evening by uh, the podcast by saying good evening, but uh, I gotta be honest, guys, um, it's it's not one. It's a it's been a real r- weird, shitty day. If I'm being completely honest. Um, I am very uh, happy and honored to have a frequent uh, Real Pineapple contributor. Uh, you can check him out on his own uh, podcast, On the Fly, with KJ and OJ. Uh, OJ, uh, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, man. I um, So, uh, it, it's kind of crazy. I helped uh, you out, er, uh, you and KJ, earlier by helping you guys review a Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is, uh, uh, we'll talk about how you can find that uh, at the end of the uh, recording here, but we found out about what halfway through the recording, yeah, about the news, and uh, I, you know, um, I've been texting people all day. Uh, Colin will be back on the podcast here next uh, next weekend. Um, I'm gonna let him kind of speak for himself, but I know I, I'm just gonna kind of dive into my memories here. So Colin's been a Laker fan for as long as I've known him, which is. Oh my god, 20 years I've known Colin, and uh, Kobe is always his uh, favorite player, and we'd always get into the arguments about, you know, Kobe's better than Jordan, no he's not, he's like, like, we, <laughs> like, like assholes, these guys who are doing quite well for themselves, so like, you know, having that argument, and um, so the last ooh, 90 minutes or so, I've just been kind of watching uh, Kobe highlights, and, and I think the one that really... Um, and people talk about his his passing, and I think the one that j- jumped out for me because it's unfortunately very eerie for me is, is when uh, Craig Saker passed, and you know Greg Popovich, who I think people forget one of the uh, one of the big hurdles Kobe had to get over early on in his, on in his career was at the Spurs because the Spurs played Lakers tough when Kobe was uh, was on the come up, and and Kobe even talked about how you know he loved Phil Jackson, but he always wanted. To find a way to get coached by Popovich, which I found like that would have been just something to see. Pop coaching, oh, absolutely. Pop coaching Kobe, holy crap! But um, you know they played him real tough. And one thing I will say about Kobe, I mean, forty-one man um, just won an Oscar for uh, his his short loving uh, uh, his short loving basketball, which if you have not seen it, it's fucking excellent. And it's just, it's a shame because he he clearly had found a second avenue for basketball. Because, I mean, we, we, we've talked about off Mike OJ, like those guys who, you know, we talk about a lot of pro wrestling, those guys who are just so addicted to it because they don't have anything else. Kobe had other shit, you know. I mean, he was truly an international brand, which is something I always did really appreciate about the guy. Uh, he spoke multiple languages. Um... And, and and I will say I've appreciated Kobe more when I'm as I've gotten older, just because you know middle school again was not a Laker fan, I was a Kings fan, and you know that that went well. But <laughs> but uh, but I remember I, I the the Kobe highlight that jumped out to me 
outside of his last game because I remember being at a flowing tide watching that game and and cheering on Kobe, man, and being like, come on, dude. Like, because, I mean, who wants to lose to the Jazz anyway? <laughs> but Mormons, but I, <laughs> but, but, but I remember just going like, dude, I, I want you to go out on top. Like, come on, man. Because uh, he, he had the Achilles injury, and I just I felt so bad because you know the will and the drive. And the skills were still there, but just his body started betraying him. And I just went... Uh, like you, you deserve better for the than this than what you've done for the league. So go out on top, please. And he dropped a sixty in his last game. Yes, he did. And uh, and, and just really kind of, and really just showed out. We got that final glimpse of you know the old Kobe. And I was so happy for Laker fans because it's like, yeah, man, this is someone who has inspired you know hundreds, thousands, you fuck millions, <laughs> you know. Uh, I loved what was a couple weeks ago. He was talking shit to Luca, yeah, because he was he was front row. Uh, he was uh, yeah, he was courtside uh, in uh, Slovenian, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was talking shit to. Luka. I was like Kobe. Of course, Kobe knows Slovenian. <laughs> like, of course, but, he does. Yeah, because why the fuck wouldn't he? But I love that that Kobe, even though like he could separate himself from the game, but still be you know like involved in it. And I, and OJ, I wanted to have you on, man, just because uh, you know. I know you've been I know you've been a Laker fan for for a minute, you know. And one thing I think people for scramble, and they're kind of like, "Oh shit, who's going to be the next guy?" Yep, you know. And and I, and then Kobe comes along, drafted by the Hornets. It. I think people forget that yeah, the Hornets drafted Kobe and yep. traded him away for for uh, you know a Swiffer and a plate of magic beans. I think that's what they traded. Like essentially, yeah, because like, they got Divock and uh, or they traded for like, Divock and someone else, right? I don't remember the exact trade on that one. But to be completely but frank. but fools, buffoons, imbeciles, because yeah, the Lakers got Kobe and I, I traded for a kid. Traded for a kid. Yeah, and and, I, and it makes me laugh because I think about what the Lakers got uh, Shaq for, which was like not even close to its value. And you get these two players, Kobe on the come up, Shaq at like prime Shaq, because people forget Shaq. Shaq when Kobe was right there, man, was a bad motherfucker. Like, oh Shaq, yeah, Shaq was like, oh man, it was all like he, just as a big man playing ball. I I love seeing that. But Kobe, man, I remember the first thing I really noticed was. Uh, What's his handles? I remember just going like this guy, the way he's able to maneuver and sweep through multiple different types of defenses. And that that King series, when they got to the finals, uh, that that would have been year four for him, I believe, when he won his first chip. That really showed me something. Because, again, I was going for the Kings, but I remember just going, God damn, Kobe's, he, he's really great at this. And it just had that. That you know that Mamba mentality, and now I will say my favorite Kobe is like Afro Puff Kobe because that's like like, <laughs> like like little mini Afro Puff Kobe. I love that Kobe. That that's that Kobe's my man, my jam. But you, you look at what he did with Shaq, how they win the three. They go, they get three P. Shaq leaves for Miami, and a lot of people, myself included, were kind of like, oh, um, fuck, what's he gonna do by himself? And I think people forget that Kobe, uh, you know. Uh, was a lost member of TLC because sometimes he was playing with scrubs and still found a way to fucking win, to fucking win, you know, yep. just, and just will his team to to victories. Uh, and you know, he got those two without Shaq, 
I remember that's when I really went, okay, man, credit where it's due. And I, you said something, uh, and I'm going to give you all the credit in the world on this. You said something genuinely brilliant off mic. The fact that I think Kobe will be the last one, t- uh, one superstar uh, who can do it without another one. Because he never really had another one after Shaq left. Like, Gasol's good. Uh, Bynum was good in pockets. I mean, uh, you had, like, Vujicic and some other guys. But as far as another superstar? Well, well, what I said what I said was I think he'd be the last to stay on one team his whole career. Okay. Um, I stand by that. Now, yeah. I think what you bring up is an interesting, is an interesting thing. Um... Is Kobe going to be the last one who didn't need another superstar with him? Because, I mean, that's what the NBA now is. Yeah. I it's mean, all fucking duos. Yeah, you need at least two mm-hmm. to, 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 to even have a chance at a ship. Like, not even guaranteed to win, you know? And, and But people forget Kobe had, like I said, he had Gasol, who was great. He had Bynum, who was great. But he never had that guy who was matching him as far as his mentality and being, like, on that same level. Like, he didn't have a, uh, you know, like a... Uh, Steph to like his Curry or like a LeBron to you know AD. They, they he didn't have that when Shaq left, and the fact he's able to get two more uh, by himself and uh, he won MVP after Shaq left too, which I think people forget too. Yes, he did. Um, it it's crazy how uh, I, I my the two Kobe memories that stick out for me, or I should have a couple to here. But when Matt Barnes tried to throw the ball at him and Kobe didn't flinch. That's my uh, that's my overall favorite, man. I remember go see watch that going. Oh shit! I remember thinking, oh man, Kobe's gonna hit Matt Barnes with his car out of the game because Kobe's a stone cold killer, man. Because I mean, I've had people tend to throw like a piece of paper at me. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> let alone you know, a giant leather ball. But Kobe didn't fucking move. I was like, oh my god, that's the best play in the game. I don't really care what else happens. Um... I love when Kobe, because uh, I, I mean, you know, you can't skip the Jordan comparisons, but Kobe, whenever they would play Portland, I would just laugh because they had that one guy, Ruben Patterson. You yes, remember? I do he calls out the, the, the Kobe stopper. Yeah, yep. And I remember I was like, dude, why are you just, just don't, don't pull Soup's cape. Like, leave the, like, leave the brother alone. <laughs> and so, you know, Ruben Patterson would, now, now to Ruben Patterson's credit, I, I think he would be like the. John Starks to Kobe's Jordan in the sense that yes. he did play him tough. Yes, he did. Um, Bruce Bowen did too. Bruce Bowen really played Kobe tough uh, on on Spurs, but Kobe would always get his against Patterson. Usually, in very clutch moments. I I still remember we watching some of his like his top fifty plays, and that three he hits over Patterson. Oh my god, dude. is such a ridiculously goddamn difficult shot. But you just have to almost laugh. I mean, not if you're Portland, but yeah, you, you just have to laugh because. A, the degree of difficulty is insane. And uh, he banked that shot, I want to yes, say, he too. Did. He and you're just like, it. you're like, God damn it. Like, what do you, what do, you do? Um, It's still, and I, this is high praise for me because if you guys listen to the podcast, you know how much I love MJ. This is, for me, the 1B to Jordan's 1A, the shot over Craig Elo. That shot he made against Miami on Christmas Day. Oh, man. I remember when he made that, I just started laughing. Because first off, Dwayne Wade is just like, God damn it. But he hits a running a, a runner from distance, banks it, 
and then runs off the court as well as well he should because I mean that's about as close to highway robbery as again. <laughs> but I remember Wade was all over him, not an inch of space to get that shot off, and he's found a way and banked that. I went, oh my god, he's one of the best ever. You like you can't dispute it. He's for me, he's in my top ten, if not my top five. I, I think Kobe's just. It, yeah, and you think about like his level of defense too. Because again, I, I I'm a big component of defense. I love watching guys on the defensive side, uh, uh, the, 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 the defensive side of the ball. Um, there are very few people who took that seriously. As I found like someone like uh, like like Jordan Wood. I think Magic was a great defender too. But Kobe really like you would see him seek out the other team's best matchup, and I always respected the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Like like he'd always guard the star player. Like really even. Until his last couple seasons, even he would still yes, like, he would you know because I mean there's games where he's guarding LeBron, you know it's like okay, like as much as he's expelling on the offensive side, you know he's putting in the work defensively. Um, yeah, man, kind of kind of talk to me, man. Some of your favorite uh, Kobe. Uh, so the, here's the thing, man. So like okay, from my enjoyment in basketball, so like I got started with Michael. Yeah, um, I got started the year that uh, honestly he won uh, his first chip. Man, I was fuck, dude. I was in fourth grade. Okay. Okay. Just just for for context, I was in fourth grade, and I really liked. I I kind of kept my eye on the Lakers, man. But Jordan was a whole different animal, man. And Jordan, like, I've never seen anybody play like Jordan. And I I, I stuck by Jordan until. When he retired the second time, after coming back after the first retirement, yeah. Um, after he retired the second time, I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick a team and stick with one. Yeah. Um, Phil Jackson went to go coach the Lakers, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, let's roll, Phil. We're gonna roll with Phil. And Kobe kept me there. Kobe flat out kept me as a Laker fan, and uh, that dude. Is the baddest man not named Michael Jordan to ever lace him up? I agree. I agree a thousand percent. And like people, I understand the love for Shaq. I understand all of that. I understand how important he was for that first three. Yeah. But Kobe, I mean, he still got five. Yeah. Shaq, here's the thing. Do you think Shaq could have got it done without Kobe? No. That's why that five is important. I no, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, even if Shaq does play the more prominent role, yeah, Kobe's the fucking cog that keeps that going. I agree. You know, um, there is. I've never seen. How do I put this? I've never seen a competitor. Whoever has come close to Kobe Bryant, and that's no disrespect to Michael Jordan, but um, you know what I mean. Like I get what you're saying. Like Kobe was, or or Michael was the fucking blueprint. Kobe was the refined product. Honestly, LeBron is trying to be the same thing or the improved version of Kobe, and in my opinion. Numbers wise, he may make it there, man. But yeah. titles wise, mm, he he just can't touch Kobe. So he can't now. So one thing I will always give Kobe credit for, like I said, the last like I'll take three years, 
I really did become a fan of him because Kobe got into that mindset. And I think that's really when he kind of refined the mama mentality as he realized he was in the twilight of his career. Uh, him really just not giving a fuck. Like when a reporter was asking questions, like, oh, you think this player? He's like, oh, he, he's lazy as hell. Or what? Like, I remember I was like, whoa. I was like, okay. And that's something that I will always give him over Jordan that he really used. He was one of the first NBA players to really not care about his brand when it came to talking about social issues. And that's a scary thing, man, because, I mean, we, we, you know, we talk about it, man. Anytime we talk into a mic, we are putting our opinions out to the universe, and that's always, there's always a certain amount of, like, like to that. I mean, you know, five years I've been doing this, almost six years, I still kind of am always like, oh, okay, fuck. You, you know, there's that slight twinge of anxiety. Kobe's saying this shit in the microphones in front of, you know, millions of people watching, you know, and, and, and I remember, uh, I remember when he tweeted out, um, and I'm going to read the tweet because I actually have it up here. So Kobe uh, tweeted this back uh, back in 2017, uh, August 23rd, if you want to be specific. A president of the United States whose name alone creates division and anger, whose words inspire dissension and hatred, can't possibly make America great again. And I remember going, that is a bold-ass statement. And Kobe, like I said, Jordan, Jordan would never say something like that. Because he cared about his brand way too much. Kobe got to that point where he was like, I am my brand. I don't give a shit. And that's something that I just have such profound respect for. Because yep. you still see people tiptoeing around it now. I mean, not to the same degree as you would say back in the 90s. But, you know, there are some times, you know, athletes just won't touch an issue because it's, you know, it's too hot, you know, as it were. Kobe was never like that, man. And he had this just this fierceness that you just kind of have to sit back and be... Uh, and be in awe of uh, something else, man. Uh, dunk contest, slam dunk contest. Uh, he won. Uh, he won it one year. I want to say. I think it was like his second season. Though, I want to say it was his second season. Also. But, but again, I mean, how many marquee guys do we get in the dunk contest now? Right. I mean, like no one. Dwight Howard's gonna be in it. <laughs> he is. And hey, he's won it one year. I'm just saying. But, right. but it, it's how crazy would that be? Oh, if he won it this late in the game, that he could. He could. I, uh, I think I, he, I, I think his height alone, he might, yeah. He his might. height alone will help. Yes, it will. But I mean, it's going to depend on how healthy he is. I mean, he's been healthy all year. Yes. Not, uh, knock on. I don't. Uh, Wood. I'll knock on my head. There you go. <laughs> there, there we go. Uh, knock on something else. But I. But, but. So so let me let me ask you this, man. Yeah, please. Like. Do you think the world is now in the Lakers' corner to win this year? Let me think about that. Because that's a very interesting question. I'm just putting that out there. That man. is a really um, interesting question. No, I and I get what you're saying. Um, by the way, I think as of the recording, I haven't heard anything about, uh, about Jeannie Buss yet. I haven't either. She has to be devastated. They were so close. They were. Um, Staples Center, man. Like I remember when. Sorry, that just popped my head. Yeah. I remember when the Great Western Forum got uh, got torn down. You know that was. And I gotta say, just as a <laughs> as a huge fan of buildings, I know it's really random, but I love the form how it looked. How it looked like this, almost like an enhanced theater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I loved the way the form looked, and so when they tore the form down, I was as a fan of, again of just basketball. I was genuinely devastated. I was like, oh, that fucking sucks. But as someone who's been to Staples, Staples is, is fucking beautiful. Number yep. one, it is 
beautiful. Yep, I've been there as well. Uh, and number two, uh, you know, as wrestling fans, you know, the whole, this is the house AJ Styles built. Uh, Staples Center is the house Kobe built. And anytime he stepped in front of Staples, it felt like he had a genuine responsibility. Uh, he wasn't doing that load managing bullshit that uh, has become... Uh, thing has become a huge thing in the NBA, and that's something else again that I always respected as far as the Jordan comparisons. Is that Kobe realized that people paid their hard earned money because oh man, when Kobe Kobe was on the Lakers, the Lakers tickets were not cheap. Holy crap! Like you know, I mean, I mean, I'm just gonna kind of kind of say rightfully so, just because it was like the best show on earth at yeah. the time, man. Yeah, and, and Kobe would give you everything he had. He, he really ne- did. He never took a night off. Um, never. He he genuinely never took a night off. He knew how to play the crowd just enough. Um, I remember buying NBA Two K Ten, and that that it's one of my favorite sports covers ever because the cover of Kobe's got his like his thumb, uh, his thumbs through like the straps of the jersey, and he's holding, and he's holding the jersey out. It's such it's such a cool cover. I remember I was like, okay, I was like that's like that's just an iconic shot. Um, just a. Uh, pulled up here on the screen because I don't I didn't have uh, there you go but oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah 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 I freaking love I freaking love that cover man and uh, we got to talk about going from number 8 to number 24 so you know Shaq leaves from Miami Kobe has those allegations against him in uh, in Colorado Kobe decides hey it's time to make it you know got time to make a change as it were so he switches to number 24 and number 24 Kobe uh, incorporated my favorite thing about his game. He incorporated the fadeaway. Oh yeah, and Kobe's fadeaway, man. Uh, uh, again, if, if if you know, uh, being a Jordan enthusiast, I think his fadeaway is just as good as Jordan's. There would be times where he, because he, so something that he had over Jordan, Kobe was always a good three point shooter. Yes, like a really good three point yes, shooter. He was and and I mean this is a compliment. What I'm about to say, Kobe. Is probably the best maker of self-inflicted difficult shots. You know, like because there'd be times where Kobe shoot a fadeaway through. I'm like, what are you? All right, you made it. <laughs> it's like, why are you doing that? I mean, there'd be times Jordan shoots shots like that, and you're kind of like, all right, dude. But it seemed like it was happening a lot more, meaning in the nineties because you just foul more. By the time Kobe got into like the later part of his career, I mean, the defense obviously it, you can't check people like you could, but Kobe was taking. Threes with two guys on him, like, like up and unders, on, and you're just sitting there going, "What are you?" And it seems like nine times out of ten, those shots were going in. You're like, "God damn!" Like, and who does that today? I mean, who's playing right now? No, <laughs> I mean, no, but I mean, like, no, but really though, who who takes that many threes with two guys in their face? I mean, Steph would probably be the closest. The closest. Yeah. Nobody does that. No, yeah. they they pass. Yeah, but they Co- straight up pass. But, but Kobe had that much confidence yeah. in his shot. Because you go back and watch, there are so many points where hands are right in his face when he's shooting these threes. So if you're betting, you'd go like, okay, like a ten percent chance to hit that, and then he sinks it, and you're like, how the fuck does he? And it's it's insane, and it really. Actually, put in perspective, a lot of the shots that he did have to take, especially later on in his career, because he didn't have Shaq. So there are times where, you know, he's double-teamed in the corner. Oh, fuck, three seconds left on the shot clock. I have to put this up. And he found a way to make it. And and uh, I, I know you're a soccer fan. I know you like soccer. I don't follow soccer, really. But I, but I remember Kobe's one of the first pro athletes, like, prom, like 
prominent uh, pro athletes to really speak on soccer and be able to kind of be like, oh man, they're like these guys playing these guys, holy shit, and like being uh, really excited for it. And I always appreciate that, you know, he wasn't just using the international thing just to make money, you know what I mean? Like he yeah. actually like appreciated uh, uh, basketball from overseas. He was a big component as far as uh, wanting that bridge to gap between, you know, like Europe and, uh, you know, uh, the, the NBA. I mean, you look at, like, Ginobili and Luka and all yep. the Nowitzki and the influx of, of international play. I mean, Kobe was a big ambassador, you know. Yes, he was. For that, which is something I, I don't think people give give him enough credit for. Uh, I also don't think people give enough credit to how funny Kobe was. Because you watch him in interviews. I remember he was on James Corden, and he does that uh, uh, spill your gut... Uh, uh, Fill your guts or spit at your whatever it is, something like that. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, James Corden asked him point blank. He's like, oh, yeah, who's uh, who's the, uh, uh, answer this question, one to three, like you, Jordan, LeBron, who's the best ever? He's like, yeah, me, one, Jordan, two, LeBron, three. And I remember, I was like, no hesitation, fucking love that. <laughs> like, he, you know, truly believes he's the best, and you should. Why the fuck would you not think you're, you're the best? Um, for me... He is the best Laker ever, in my humble opinion. Uh, Magic brought a lot with Showtime, obviously, but this is the closest you know we we had gotten to Showtime was when Kobe and Shaq were uh, together, and then when Co- Shaq even left, I I think people forget because you guys had a, you had a rough kind of late nineties, like ninety two on, yeah. like you had like Cedric Sabalos and shit starting, very very true, you know. I remember. I remember I was like, oh, man, and you, but then you guys, you know, you got Nick Van Axel, you got Eddie Jones, and then Shaq came, and then Kobe, and you're like, okay. But, um, I, I this just doesn't feel real, man, and that's what I kind of keep coming back to. I know we've talked about, you know, celebrity deaths offline, uh, offline, off mic, and how sometimes it's like, okay, you know, like, didn't really know that person, whatever. We, we were just talking about Robin Williams the other day. Yeah, and I remember that one, we both were like... yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Because Robin Williams was one where he just touched so many people's lives. And I think very similar in this sense. Kobe touched so many people's lives. He inspired so many. I can tell you, as someone who's played basketball since he was four, how many guys I saw roll up with Kobe jerseys, 8 and 24. Uh, Kobe's so baller, he got two numbers retired. I mean, let's just put that that perspective. Mark Cuban's having his number, or he's having 24 retired. Yeah, which, uh, I mean. That's a hell of a tip of the hat. It it, it is, and, and, you know, the Mavericks and Lakers had some real great, some real great games when, uh, back when Nowitzki was playing. Uh, I used to love watching Kobe and Michael Finley Mm -hmm. go at each other. That was always a matchup. I'm like, this is fun. Um, But. and And the thing. And the thing, too, is not many players get their number retired on teams they never even played for. I'd like to point out. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky, the great one. Yes, sir. Like, like the greatest hockey player to ever fucking put the skates on. Yep. Had his number retired by every team. Which is crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, they were all like, yep, nobody's wearing number 99 again. Yeah. Um... The fact that another team is retiring 24 on behalf of Kobe Bryant, I think that is a fucking amazing... That Has that happened with Michael Jordan? It has not. Right? No. Just want to point that out there. No, like, and that's completely fair. 
I think this is one of those cases, honest to God, um, if you have the Lakers, and I'm, I'm just spitballing here, so bear with me, but yeah. the next, like, if you do, like, opening night, uh, or, or the first game where the Lakers play the Clippers each season, mm-hmm. do we Jackie Robinson style, have everyone or, or number 24? I can dig that. I, I think something like that needs to happen, to, to, to be completely honest, because if there is a player for me that deserves it, uh, it is Kobe. I would agree with that. And for, again, just for, for people forget, just for the economic effect he had on the city of Los Angeles alone. Yep. Um, I know Kobe doesn't have a statue, right? He does not have a statue. I, I think know, he will. He, I, I think it. Uh, so, I would have been a component of him getting one anyway. For, for, just for the record, but this all but solidifies it for me. He needs a statue, like, um, I in front of Staples, because again, that's the house he built. As far as I'm concerned, um, the, here's the thing: the Lakers will profit off of Kobe Bryant what he did in Los Angeles until the end of time, because you know, Mama's basketball is a thing, man. Yeah, because people will always talk about. Because you have to go. I mean, people. It's it's almost sad to a point. People aren't aren't mentioning the form as much as they are. I have, which is a, a bummer. Because you don't always want to forget. You know. No, you don't. Where, where well, you come I, from? I, I, I totally get that. But at the same time, though, Staples Center is going to be there for a minute. You know, they will probably just keep finding ways to upgrade it and all that. But that is that is hollow ground that was walked on by, you know, Kobe Bryant himself, and that hollow ground the the. Amount of people who've gone there and been entertained and amused and laughed and cried and bought in Lakers uh, overpriced merch at a <laughs> at ticket stands uh, or at a merch stands. Um, that that's in large part because of of what Kobe did. And I, I like to point out too, he's an Oscar winner too. Yes, he is. He is an Oscar winner. You, you know, and it, you you think about. Um, because he was off Adidas. Wasn't Adidas that his shoes were? No, he was... Uh, was, was he Nike? I, I'm almost 99. He was Nike. Like, 99. I don't know why I'm thinking Adidas. Maybe, maybe I'm losing my mind. I think you're losing your mind. I might be, but... Because uh, uh, I feel like... Uh... Okay, so I no, he did have Adidas. He did have Adidas at a point. Oh, at a point? Yeah, okay. See, so yeah, so... Yes, he yeah Nike basketball, but yes he did have Adidas at a point. Because I remember that was like kind of a big deal. It's like oh yeah, so Nike, Nike, Nike. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm not losing my mind. Okay, good or good. I was like I was losing my shit for a second, but um, but I I just yeah yeah. So he started off with Adidas, then went to Nike. So there you go. But um, I'm very curious because the Lakers are playing the Clippers. Tuesday? Tuesday. So, um, I'm not doing anything Tuesday. I hope that game is on, like, at 7. <laughs> and I I, ha- I do not know what time. I, th- I want to say it starts at 4.30. If it's on, like, in, uh, TNT or something like that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record that. Oh, totally. Because I, I really want to watch that start to finish. That's a very, I mean, that's a big game anyway. Now it's going to be a very emotional. Yep. And... Uh, while I am no LeBron fan, I and I stand by that. I, I will be pulling for Lakers on Tuesday. I will be an honorary Laker fan on Tuesday. Um, um, I think you're gonna see magic there for the first time. I agree, a thousand percent. I think you see. I think you see a lot of Laker greats there. Yeah. Um, I think Shaq will be there, man. I'm goddamn. I'm trying really not to choke up right now. 
Fuck. Um. Yeah, I. I oh wow, my voice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whew, okay. <laughs> it's getting real. Shit. Okay. Um. Here's the thing. Watching. So watching Doc Rivers' reaction. Yeah. Broke my fucking heart. Cause Doc Rivers clearly loved him. He talked about I saw him a couple like a couple weeks ago, and they talked for like forty five minutes at this function. Um, Grammys are tonight. I actually forgot the Grammys are tonight. I'm like, oh, that's right, because this has just been since like noon. This has been our day. Yeah, you know. Uh, um, I, I, I I was making a Dungeons and Dragons character. Like, so the thing that I was doing earlier uh, to break down some background stuff. Um, I agreed to do this thing on building a Dungeons and Dragons character. Man, I had a hard time fucking concentrating. Yeah. And there were points, though, that I, like, made a point to power through, because I was like, I, I really, like, no disrespect to the game or anything, because it was just character set up, but like, I was like, I want to get off of here. Yeah. Like, as quickly as I could, because, like, it sucks, man. It, yeah. Like, it, this really fucking sucks. I mean, Kobe... So, like, I got, I got to point this out, like, this is... I mean, this is... This, Kobe Bryant taught me what team over player meant. Okay. That is your mantra when it comes to sports. Well, well for everything but football. Okay. For everything but football. Okay, I'm fair a, enough. I'm a player person when it comes to football. That's because Joe Montana broke me on everything I know about professional sports. Fair enough. But when it comes to basketball... It's team over player. Fair enough. For every other sport, it's team over player. Okay. Um, every other sport. And it was Kobe Bryant and the Lakers that taught me that. Because... Kobe Bryant, remember, he sought a trade. He did. And Dr. Buss talked him out of it. God rest his soul. Yep. Dude, okay, that's one guy, just real quick. Doc, I always had the utmost respect. Exactly. For Dr. Uh, uh, um, and uh, uh, Hearn, too. Because mm-hmm. like, I, I used to, okay, this is kind of a dirty secret. I don't think I've actually ever shared this. I'm like, I used to listen to Laker games with my with my dad. Ah. Because Hearn would, one of my favorite Announcers, um, uh, oh my god, uh, 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 Ch- uh, Chick Hearn, right? Chick Hearn? I, I don't remember the announcer's name. Oh my god, I want I, I want to say it's Chick Hearn, but he, um, but I used to, re- uh, yeah, Chick Hearn, okay, perfect. I was like, I was like, yes, that sounds right, but he used to always do the Laker announce, uh, uh, Lakers radio network, and he would say just like that. It always took me back to like 50s old school radio shows. I always loved that, that shit. That could be the guy that I hear, wait, is he even alive still? Uh no uh I no no he's not um but he was uh uh yeah he died back in 02. 02. yeah and that's actually the guy the guy that got an, like announcing like your Los Angeles Lakers he's uh I swear to God man that guy's been doing that shit forever too yeah at least it feels like it's been forever I mean yeah but dude man like I, I'm gonna say like how important Kobe was to just the my team yeah as a guy who taught for the for the player that taught me team over player. Because I really was like I was a player over uh, team kind of guy, without a doubt. Um, it's we owe that man so fucking much because we lost Magic kind of in the back part of his prime, but still in his prime. Yeah. Because I mean, Magic came out of retirement and still performed at a pretty good level. You know what I mean? When he did come out of retirement. Yeah. Um, but Kobe was that guy. He was 
that guy. I think while MJ is still unattainable, I almost dare say, in okay. terms of everyone's going to aspire to be like Michael Jordan, but nobody's going to be Michael Jordan. I think you can now say, and Kobe Bryant's enduring legacy to the NBA is going to be, you can aspire to be Kobe Bryant, but you will never be Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And I think and I think the key thing to say, to, to kind of uh, to add on that, is that we're not just talking about on basketball level. We're talking about off like your off court endeavors because yeah. I mean I, I know everyone wants to give LeBron like, oh he's doing the shop and all this, but guys, I mean Kobe was doing the shit like that before I mean really not since Magic have we seen someone post Laker life be that successful, mm-hmm. you know? Like, like and and Kobe, you know, made the made uh, I was watching Stephen A. Smith earlier talk about how you know, people were calling him up where he's like, no, Harpo. Like, I want to own, like, I don't want to just be in front of the camera. I want to be behind the camera. I want to be handling shit behind the scenes. And, it, you know, that Mamba uh, mentality. And, and, and I, I, there were, there were, not, there were nine people total who we lost today. And, um, including his daughter, man, who's 13. And, and I, I showed OJ off mic, you can, you can find it. it's a quick Google search, but there's a picture of him and his uh, daughter Gianna side by side. You know, Kobe always put the jersey in his mouth when he's kind of like zoning in. You see her doing the same thing, and it's it's eerie as hell to see it. It's like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. you know. And she had she clearly had that mama mentality. Like like a 13 year old Kobe Bryant sounds horrifying. Like I mean, obviously we wouldn't have been out of prime, but 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 that to be that focus already, it's like wow. And it, it, we are fans of Kobe Bryant. My heart just breaks for the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. My heart breaks for the city of Los Angeles. My heart breaks for his family, man. It, it, it just... You know, and, I, and I've talked about some, like, you know, I... I, I I lost my dad when I was 13, and I feel so bad for those kids that they lost not just their dad, but they lost a sister, you know? Um, I can't imagine how Vanessa's feeling right now. She's just got to be in... Yeah, I, I can't even imagine how she's she's feeling right now. Um, and and the, whole, the whole world of professional sports is worse off now. It, it, it truly is. Um, I this is something I don't think is talked about enough. Jordan, you know, Jordan kind of once he uh, retired, kind of took his Hall of Fame speech, you know, accepted it and kind of went home. You know, he's kind of like almost, uh, you know, Batman Beyond himself. He's almost like re- kind of reclu- become a recluse. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he- he's the uh, the head of, of ops for the. The Hornets. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, like um, he's not. Is he the owner, or is he uh, just like? He, I think he's like GM at some point, or right? Something like that. But yeah, not doing a great job there. Uh, lost Kimba, but I mean, but uh, they, yeah. But you know, Jordan's just kind of he's not been in the public eye too often. Kobe really didn't hide from it. But you know, Kobe you, was at Laker games this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you heard about Kobe like being out there, but like basketball wasn't his only thing. That's and that's what selfishly 
I'm so pissed off about is that Kobe had life left to live outside of the NBA. You know, he clearly had other interests, you know, and it's like, and this, this kid, man, 13, had so much of her life left to fucking live, and this is one of those days, man, because it just, it, it doesn't make sense, and it's selfish, and I fully acknowledge that it's selfish, but as a black man, I, I saw what Kobe did, man, I saw his drive, and you know, and I, I've talked about this before. I, I think black folks sometimes we are so desperate to embrace our own when we're doing well that we don't think about to the detriment. You know, and I won't go off on a whole Tyler Perry rant, but he's an example. An example that Kobe is one of those guys. If I saw him in LA, I would be like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like I would have lost my shit. But like, dude, can I just like selfie or or can we? Can we, can we play ping pong? I like ping pong. Right, come on, go. <laughs> you know, like, because of what he did off the court. And um, he had the uh, like the ESPN Plus show, I can't remember what it was, but where Kobe kind of break down game tape. And just to see how his mind worked, you're like, this explains why you're so great at this. Like, you were so great, you know? Like, because he would see stuff like 10 seconds before the play would even develop, and you're like, wow, okay. Like, all right, I see you. And it just... It, 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 it sucks, man. Um, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to kind of throw it back to you, man, if you want to just wrap up. Yeah, I... Um, the man is going to carry a cultural... Uh, a cultural uh, following with him for, like... Forever, yeah. at this point. Um to see the influence far and wide and so close to home in his own kid this is going to sound really fucked up but bear with me on this no, she wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him and I mean that in the most positive way I get what you're saying she saw what her father had become. Well, like, saw saw the... Because of how old she was, like, more often... I mean, well, you know, back after his career. Yeah. Growing up, she saw him put the work in, show diligence and no compromise in any of that. So many people don't have that or even come close to having that kind of uh, mentality. Like, to be able to have fans pull that, like, aspire to that is one thing. But to have your kid want to embody that also is, like, the biggest accomplishment someone can have. Yeah. Is in being a parent like that. And uh, she was going after it like he did. Yeah. And it sucks that she'll never uh, live up to that potential. But goddamn, it doesn't mean you shouldn't try. Uh, absolutely not. Um, no matter your background. Yeah, and, and I and you know I I I think just this is what I'll say in closing. Kobe, I always respected him. I, I mean, I've talked about the reasons why, but. I miss not having that peek behind the curtain 
and we kind of talked about this off mic, but social media has kind of almost ruined it. You know what I mean? Like, because you know these guys obviously at points hang out and all that, but Kobe was one of those guys you never really saw him like hanging out with like LeBron or someone like like other star players not on his team. You know, during the regular season, he was laser focused on winning championship every fucking season. And yeah, these guys still want to win the ship and all that now, but you know you see them out in clubs together and all that, and it just it, it's not the same. You know, you always heard about how Jordan would be like, you know, basically fuck y'all until the season's over. I love how Kobe had that same mentality, you know, and and how you know he really would like when when we're getting closer to playoffs, man. I mean, people talk about LeBron. This Kobe is really the first one I remember. Where, like social media would go just dark, you know, from like All Star break really through the finals. You know, he really was focused every fucking year. On winning a chip, and I always respected his work ethic just on that alone. Um, this, this just sucks. And at the end of the day, I mean, it's I know it's like a no duh, but it, it, it really does just because, you know, 41, man. I, I mean, that's young. It's way too young. You know? And it's just, it, you just sit back and go, fuck, man. And so I've, I've been... I've been an emotional wreck all day to be completely honest, just, again, just off. So, you know, I told him, I was like, okay, I love you, man. And, like, I texted my folks, I'm like, guys, like, you know, I've been texting people all day, just kind of talking about it. Uh, my- a couple, couple uh, people at the office that know I'm really uh, into the Lakers reached out. That That's cool, man. Fuck yeah. And I, it, it's a, uh, it's a dark day, man. It's a dark fucking day, man. Um... Because here's the thing, man. We, we I, I just kind of really want to touch on this. No, go. We've been in an era lately on the mental health awareness, on entertainment and sports regarding the effect or lack of... Not real research. I don't want to say that because that sounds almost like an excuse. Um, but the the lack of... I guess focus in that area. Yeah. You know, Robin Williams took his own life due to his own, you know, his own demons. Um, I just watched the documentary on Aaron Hernandez, and while the man's a monster, I feel a little bit bad for him based on, like, his own physical injuries. Yeah. That could cause you to go down a pathway mentally to make that kind of bad choice. Fair. To lead you to think that that bad choice was acceptable. Let me put it that way. Because at the end of the day, the choice is still his. Yeah. Um. And everything like that. Junior Seau took his own life due to, due to you know. Yeah. And that's what almost, that was the danger of what sports was going to be labeled as. Yeah. Because football takes that level of attention because that's America's sport. Derp, yeah. derp, derp. Yeah. Um, that's what makes this so goddamn unfair. Yeah. Because that's not the case here. Yeah. This is a man who lo- lost his life young while living his life by his own fucking rules. Yeah, his best life. Yeah. Like, legit living his best life. That's what makes this so goddamn unfair. Yeah. And he was giving back in ways because people will forget and, uh, he, you know, his effect on uh, women in basketball. Yeah. Uh, and everything like that. And I just, I just, I got to point out that, like, 
this wasn't some goddamn bum who was taking his wealth and money and influence and using it for ways that would be so fucking just just the, all the wrong reasons but here he is fucking helping out his uh helping out his daughter here he is being like just a fucking a dad and like figuring out what like what is there outside of the game and to show that it's really just a game of pushing yourself in every aspect even with what you've been doing for so long is no longer in front of you it's not over you know he fucking just everything that he's done off the court he's been a busy fucking dude since he's yeah. since he retired yeah and that's going to be a real hard thing to top yeah LeBron's trying, I'll give him credit. Yes. But he's already made compromises that have already taken him out of that equa- out of that conversation, in my opinion. That's fair. Co- Kobe. That's the kind of cat Kobe was. Yeah. I... Fuck. Okay. Uh, Sorry. I, no, 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 dude. I, I just... <sighs> Last thing I'm going to say in closing is... I remember Kobe would really talk up the WNBA... Because mm-hmm. you know really? they because you only know, get the LA Sparks down there, and someone who actually used to watch pre pre uh, religiously. I'm a huge Sue Bird fan. I think she's a badass bitch. But I mean, you looked at like I, I mean, I go I go old school. You know, like someone like Cheryl Swoop, Cynthia Cooper, Lisa Leslie, Rebecca Lobo. I mean, uh, I used to really get into the WNBA season because I, I really thought that WNBA NBA has been wonderful. Um, I wish you would fucking advertise it's our new word to watch, but it's like they never fucking do, so they need to work on that. But, yeah, you'd see Kobe at Sparks games sometimes. It's like, some of the bitch, where he'd be bringing up, like, I, I believe he was, uh, he, like, talked about it when they won the chip, how, how excited he was for him. I'm like, goddamn, dude, like, right on taking your platform, you know, and elevating something, you know. And he was not selfish, man. He, he didn't seem like he was selfish with his time. Um, he wasn't selfish with his money. Um... Yeah, and uh, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna buy a Kobe jersey, man. I, 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 I uh, so honestly, dude, and this, is, uh, this might be enough. Like this happening, because I, I, I've talked about it on Mike. I don't have an NBA team right now. I just kind of watch and go, like, cool. Um, yeah, if the Lakers win the title this year, as much as I can't stand LeBron, honestly, man, I, I'm okay with it. Because this, like, to answer your question from earlier, because... I was just curious what you might think, man, because, like, it's kind of one of those impact things, man, like, how do I put this? If Michael Jordan died tomorrow in a similar fashion, yeah, I don't think people would be rooting for the Bulls in the same way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting point. Because while we, while we would have lost the undisputed GOAT... Yeah. I mean, Jordan wasn't a Bulls guy. No. You know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. like when, when, when Jordan, when the jersey came off for for good. Yeah. You see Jordan at Bulls games? No. No, you don't. Nah, not no. at all. Yeah. And he won six fucking titles there. Yeah. 
But Kobe, like, the, I mean, he was a Laker when he was done. He's been a Laker through and through. But, I mean, even when he retired, he was still a Laker. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a that's a really great point. I, I, I yeah, man, I think I'm gonna get a, I think I'm gonna get a Kobe jersey, man. I, I did like this. This has been fucking with my head so much today because just I'm seeing highlights. I'm seeing Twitter is just a mess right now. I and this is one of the great things about social media. This is one of those times that you can connect with someone you know thousands of miles away. But dude, my favorite Kobe Kobe memory, you know, was this, you know, uh, and feel that love back. But this just this sucks, man. And so just wrapping up here, we um, I'm gonna have OJ on uh, later this week because we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk the first couple episodes of the card, which I'm uh, excited to talk to you about. Oh yeah. And then we're gonna get super high and review Jay and Silent Bob reboot this weekend, which will be uh, which will be fun. Um, but uh, lastly, in closing, to Laker Nation, uh, to the Bryant family, um, to all of you listening. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I really am. And I just... I, I don't know what to say outside of that. Um, this sucks. But um, thank you for taking time to even listen. You know? And, and uh, grieve with us. So, I mean, tell us your favorite Kobe moments. Um, like I said, I, I, I think you said yours with the Matt Barnes head check. Fuck my, yeah. My, mine is the shot on Christmas Day. Because again, it, it, it's still one of the funniest fucking shots I've ever seen. Because I, I mean, for me, man, like, the, 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 the no flinch, man, that's just if you could just sum up, you capture an essence of a person. It's fair. Just fuck, man, like, yeah. stone cold killer, man. Yeah. Ice in the veins, man. Yeah. But... In the most admirable fucking way, oh, man. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that... <laughs> yeah, I remember that being my favorite play of the whole game. I was like, yep, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Like, just Kobe like, like, no, you did not. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Um, but, OJ, you've got a podcast we were mentioning earlier. The uh, Yes, sir. KJ and OJ pod, uh, podcast. Uh, where can they find that? Um... You just, uh, you know, uh, you find us on Twitter, uh, at KJ and OJ, uh, spelled out, and, uh, you can find me, uh, on my personal Twitter at D-O to the J with the number two in there, and I'll, uh, I'll leave it at that. I don't gotta really pimp my shit out tonight. No, that's, that's fair. Um, yeah, guys, you can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, uh, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, at The Real Pineapple. And then you can find me on Twitter at uh, jhunterrealpineapple. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the other shit next week. This is just, like I said, guys, it's just—it's been a weird day. It's been a really weird, shitty day, and uh, <laughs> I don't look forward to Mondays anyway. It, it, it's gonna <sighs> tomorrow's gonna be a weird day, man. Tomorrow is, man. Like, like, uh... like it's gonna be a really weird day. I'm kind of like, it, I don't know. Um. But, yeah, to, 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 to everyone, thank you for listening. OJ, thank you for being here. I love Thanks you, man. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, um, we will see you guys uh, this weekend. Have a great week, guys. Have a good Monday. <laughs>